This is William Heigel Sandoval, and you're listening to the J-Jab Buzz. Agreement four, always do your best. I can't lie, this agreement was always the hardest for me to conceptualize. I had so many intriguing thoughts and felt engagement to all the other agreements, but with this one, my mind just went blank. I don't want to make assumptions, but I can only assume that I had such a difficult time with this agreement because, well, it's the most difficult one for me in practice. It's cheesy, isn't it? The same quote we've heard countless times throughout our entire lives since we were young. People always say, do your best, do your best, but that got me wondering, what is my best? Obviously, I'm the only person who could ever know if I'm doing my best or not, but I don't know what my best is. Is it the best result or the most amount of effort? As a professional procrastinator, I often put these things off until last minute, and then I don't have enough time to do my best. But when I do my best work in the time frame I've so unfortunately given myself, is that my best? See what I mean? How do I do my best when I really don't know what my best is? From what I've seen from my peers in Los Alamos, I highly doubt that I'm the only one who feels this way. In my experience, this town is a very polarizing one. There's nothing for us teens to do, so pointless drama is no foreign concept to us. We've never had to do our best because what is there to focus all that time and energy on? I shouldn't say we, but I know this applies to someone other than myself. I don't mean to go off topic, but when researching this agreement, I couldn't help but think there's no outlet for me to pour my energy into. I found myself so heavily relying on others because there's nothing I enjoy doing on my own. I think this is a huge reason I don't know the meaning of doing my best. Although this agreement is the most vague, it is exactly what ties the agreements to one another. Repetition is the best way to learn and the best way to get better. Using the logic, using that logic, doing your best at something is through repetition until it's mastered. That's the idea behind this agreement, following the other agreements. If you practice these agreements repetitively, they will become simpler to do. The more comfortable you are with the agreements, the more comfortable you can practice them successfully. I believe the reason Don Miguel Ruiz chose this agreement as the last one is because it's the answer to be able to competently perform the rest. These agreements aren't stone cold rules and aren't always gonna be easy or even possible to do. That being said, keeping them in the back of your mind and using them to simplify conflict is exactly what the four agreements is is intended to do. I've learned a lot from researching these agreements. It's completely changed the way I view mindfulness. I hope after learning about these four rules to your life that you think about the way you carry yourself. I can promise I'm going to try my best to implement these into my daily life, and I hope you do the same. Good afternoon, JJAB listeners. This is William Eichel Sandoval. And this afternoon, we have a student from Los Alamos High School joining us um, to give her um, information and interpretation about the four agreements. I know that in the beginning when I had a conversation uh, before we did the first event, I said that uh, I had gone over this book uh, when I was a senior in high school in 1975. So I was thinking, 
in, you know, between 1953 and, and 1975, 22 years after the book was written, those, <clears throat> excuse me, four agreements were kind of like uh, part of my culture as well as an addition to my culture. So, you know, I was always taught, don't lie, cheat or steal, you know, always tell the truth um, that your word is your bond and so on. And I grew up in a time where we weren't overburdened by technology. And so I'm kind of wondering what your perspective is on now that it's almost 62 or three years uh, after the book was written. Um, what is your perspective on how this has evolved? Um, I think technology and media, all those things really have made a difference in the way that I view the four agreements, especially with let's take the third one don't make assumptions it's so easy to make assumptions now because we see all these lies or half truths were spread around and it's so quickly spread that it's easy to believe and just things like that um we've definitely seen a change with technology and the way that we view ourselves and each other um, it's a lot easier to connect and talk to people, but it also comes with its pros and cons. Yes, I've always thought that uh, technology has kind of um, made us make snap decisions instead of thinking about what the true answer is, um, you know, because of what uh, we think or hear or see or feel, we automatically jump to a decision and most of the time it's wrong. Absolutely, I definitely agree with that. And so I wanna to get to the point a little bit about what you were talking about in the, in the fourth, where you were talking about how you were feeling as a teenager in Los Alamos and how this kind of, um, the fourth um, agreement kind of affects you to this point where you're at. Uh, you cut up. You had spoken. Uh, you had spoken a little bit about um, how you felt being in Los Alamos and how um, that kind of affected your thinking and thought process. Yeah, I think it's just there's not very much to do here, so I haven't found a passion for myself. I find myself so heavily relying on other people and friends. So I've never been able to put all that energy into something for myself. I kind of put it into other things for other people. And I find that a lot of us do that, especially at the high school. And uh, because there's so little to do, there's always drama because that's fun and people need something to keep them entertained. But sure. I find all that stuff so silly and useless and i find that we really get caught up in it uh and i know that there's a there's a big line there between being totally surrounded by your social influence and then all of a sudden you're at the end of the spectrum where you're totally isolated and trying to find yourself in what you should be doing absolutely there's you know always that argument of extrovert between introvert and everyone's different, but I just wish that, um, for me personally, that there was an outlet that I could pour that stuff into. Because the point I was trying to make is when it said to do your best, I didn't really know what that was because I've never 
had to do my best or put that energy into anything. There was nothing that I like really strived for, if that makes sense. Right. And uh, from people who I've talked to, I find that a lot of the teenagers here feel the exact same way. Sure, sure. Well, again, you know, I think part of it's going to have to be patience because you're going to have to find your own way. And yeah. the, way, the way to find your own way is to stumble, fall, get back up, and stumble, fall again. So, you know, it's going to be a road um, of, of learning and experience. I know that um, when I learned the four agreements when I was 18 years old, um, you know, I stumbled and fall you know, fell down many times too. I uh, went from, you know, being a, a, a sports athlete, a superstar to uh, being homeless and living in ditches and under bridges. So, uh, you know, it goes both ways. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad that you brought that point up. It's when looking at these, I found that like implementing them into our lives is a lot easier said than done obviously but when I just started thinking about them especially in conflict like I was thinking just the other day don't why are you taking this personally why are you getting angry over this when really this person isn't trying to say something that's supposed to offend you just things like that I find I, I find very interesting and they still do apply even though it's been several decades you know I find that what he's written still totally applies to my life and I just find that very interesting I think I think it applies to everybody's life uh, absolutely you know if they choose to use it um, unfortunately I think now in the in the civilization that we're living in you know people are are so um afraid to be real and to be honest and to be truthful that you know that they see all these people getting away with lying cheating and stealing and they benefit from it so they're they're starting to shift their thought process on how they behave and that's not a good thing no i i definitely see where you're coming from with that one and this is not exactly what you're saying but i see it too with there's a lot of following the herd, especially with everything being so present on social media. I find that whatever the popular opinion or trend or whatever they see on like Instagram and stuff like that, they automatically follow to try and fit into that mold. Uh-huh. And we just lose a lot of authenticity because of it. Very true. Very true. Well, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your perspectives with us. Um, Is there anything else you'd like to let our audience know about? Um, No, I think we just about covered it all. Thank you. Okay. Well, again, thank you very much. And um, tune in next time for another edition of JJab Buzz. Yay!